Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America, and welcome to the Tuesday edition, the Election Tuesday edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Yes, today, voters in many, many states go to the polls. The big prize is the Virginia governor's race, the New Jersey governor's race. Uh, the, some of the big decisions include, will Minneapolis disassemble and disband its police department in the aftermath of George Floyd? And will uh, voters in many big cities, including Georgia, New York City, pick a law and order um, candidate after 15 months of the BLM lawlessness and disorder campaign to defund police across America. Those are some of the big questions uh, riding on tonight's elections. We're going to have it covered stem to stern here at Just the News. We'll have all night coverage. I'll be on Real America's Voice as a political analyst tonight, uh, giving uh, uh, some insights as the early results come in. But while that is occurring, uh, uh, today we have a great suite of stories and a great group of guests joining us back to back today to make sense of politics are Jenny Beth Martin, the founder of the Tea Party Patriots and a really prescient uh, political advisor. And then Dr. Rot Rick Scarborough, he is the head of Recover America. That is a very influential Christian nonprofit that operates in the intersection of where faith and politics mix. Uh, a lot of people say he helps put Jesus into the public square. A very important, influential person uh, inside one of the most important blocks of voters that Republicans and conservatives rely on, evangelical Christians, Christians. We're going to talk to both of them about what's been going on. How did this school board movement from Loudoun County to South Lake, Texas, now to, I think, 80 recall elections uh, tomorrow or tonight in the national election 80 school boards affected by recalls. I think more than 200 school board members being recalled. That is a stunning number, uh, two or three or four times what the normal number would be in a regular year. How did that happen? Well, Dr. Scarborough and Jenny Beth are going to make sense of that right after this commercial break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as I mentioned, it is Election Day 2021 and no better person to make sense of what is going around the country than our good friend, Jenny Beth Martin, the head of the Tea Party Patriots. Jenny Beth, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is a remarkable day, and everybody will be looking tonight at these elections from their local vantage point, right? If you're in the Virginia, you're looking at the Loudoun County School Board or the Virginia governor's race, and in uh, Minneapolis, it's defunding the police department. But this is really, I think, a proxy election to decide where we're headed in the, in the next two to three years of the country. Tell us what trend lines you see and what we should be watching for tonight. Well, I, I think that what is very interesting about what's happening in Virginia is that Youngkin is surging, and for the first time in a decade, Virginia is competitive for the, the Republicans. We have, I, I don't know what will happen at the end of the night and how the votes will all shake up, but the fact that Virginia is even competitive at all right now indicates to me that um, people are very tired of what they are getting from the far left in this country. And we're seeing the, I think that this is a battle between um, the far left and their extreme ideas versus people who are standing for individual liberty and individual freedom. Yeah, and that really was, you know, when you look specifically at the rise of Glenn Youngkin, his focus on freedom, his focus on common sense, his focus on uh, the economic issues that, you know, we've all suffered from since January. Um, <clears throat> he really stayed disciplined to those messages. And then, of course, that seminal moment occurs in the last debate where Terry McAuliffe proclaims that parents shouldn't have a role in their children's education. Uh, how was that such a, you know, a big turning point? How, how important was that moment when Terry McAuliffe uttered those words? Well, I think that when he uttered those words, he, he was showing his hand to the people in Virginia. Um, and what we, we have seen play out, especially in Loudoun County on, uh, in the national news, as parents have, have stood up in Loudoun County and across the entire country, parents are concerned about what happens in the classroom and what kind of education their children are getting. And we saw this be really beginning. I mean, I, it's not fair to say it, it, parents have always cared what kind of education their, right. their children are getting. But when the schools shut down and the country locked down or communities locked down, and the classroom became the kitchen table, and the parents were actually hearing and reading and seeing what was being taught in that classroom. 
it there there was a a change in America and it was a tipping point because not only did we want our children back in school because we thought they needed to be in school getting an education in a classroom, but we wanted to make sure they actually were getting an education and not getting indoctrination. And um, so that really has played out across the entire country and Loudoun County has been ground zero in this. And to say that parents don't have an input in this and parents don't have um, the the decision making authority that is that is children are are not wards of the state they are our children they are sons and daughters and and I think that's offensive to parents on both sides of the aisle yeah and you know some people have tried to think that was a you know that was a gaffe a mistake it isn't a gaffe it's really what he believes and it really symbolizes or summarizes what a large part of the democratic party believes today that the state knows better than a parent what's what they want for their child. And I think that that is going to really come through in tonight's elections. We had uh, three re- remarkable moms on the show yesterday. Lisa Cousins, Heather Schultz, and Don McGuire. They're running in the Dayton suburb of Centerville to oust their longtime school board, 25 to 27-year-long members on the school board, basically a rubber stamp for a quarter century. Now three moms are putting that into jeopardy. How much does the energy that some of these local school board races uh, create uh, translate into future action, future leaders, future political uh, organizing for the conservative movement going into 2022 and 2024? Oh, I think that this is um, the base of the party or the new the new base of of the party. It's people who who have aligned with conservative values or Republican values for many years, but maybe they haven't been active until now. Normally on the Republican side, you don't have people with young children who are as active as you do on the Democrat side, because those people are much more involved in other community activities in their children's lives. It it, it just sort of is how, how things have gone in this country for many years. But now you've got these younger parents who are very, very involved, and they're not going away. They are worried about what's happening, not to what kind of legacy they're going to leave for their grandchildren or their adult children and grandchildren. They are worried about what is going to happen to their own children in the next two, five, six, eight years, not not decades from now, but right now, and what kind of mind and and ability to, to think and to reason their children are going to have. And that isn't going away. They understand that schools have major problems and they just keep peeling layers and it's like peeling an onion. It just doesn't stop. And, and I don't think these parents are going to stop. In my own local community in a suburb of Georgia, our parent group isn't, is not getting smaller. It continues to get bigger and bigger. And as they realize the kind of books that are being read and, and what's, what is actually falling into children's laps, they're, they're offended by it and they want it to change. Yeah, it really is amazing. And books come up so often when I talk to parents. I can't believe this book was in the library. That book was in the curriculum. And in a funny way, the uh, pandemic almost became, there was a silver lining to it, which is that parents got to see a level of transparency into the curriculum that maybe they hadn't had a chance in some time uh, to have. And I think that that's really, really had a profound effect. Now, another big one, we're now 15 months or so um, uh, removed from the 
the summer protests of 2020, the BLM protests, the anarchist protests. And that led to some defunding in some cities. That led, the funding led to some violent crime. And now there's a, a B, I call it the BLM boomerang. A lot of the candidates who are in the lead tonight for mayor, city council, other key positions, they're actually talking about refunding, growing the police department, supporting the police department. How big an issue has the, uh, uh, the funding and the uh, violent spike that it created become for the American public? It is a it is a very big issue because you want to know that when you walk outside your home that you are going to be safe and you're going to be protected and if something does happen that that there are police who can come and help resolve whatever whatever the issue is and also um, most Americans understand that the the people in law enforcement are risking their lives to ensure that we have safe communities. So um, I, I think this is a, a very, very um, big deal, and that is not going to go away either. I also think one thing, and I, I, I was talking to you before we, we came back on here um, about how I think that the, the issue of holding criminals yeah. or alleged criminals accountable yep. has kind of merged with the school issue in Loudoun County. There is um, there are allegations that a student sexually assaulted a another student in Loudoun County in a school bathroom and the school board did not hold that person responsible and accountable the way that the law I'm sure would require and instead moved the um, the alleged assailant to another another school where uh, allegedly he 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 committed another sexual assault and that to me it makes me want to to ask my own school board and i hope that people who are listening consider this we need to be finding out how many violent crimes are happening in our schools and what's happening as a result are are the people who are committing the crime being held accountable or is it being swept underneath underneath the carpet and i i think that that really has those two issues not so much defunding the police but not holding the people accountable who commit crimes has merged with the school issue in in virginia such an important point sweeping that under the rug the way it did you saw last week there there was a student protest even students came out and said we don't like the fact that there was a cover-up that this was swept into the uh, under the rug and that, you know, we, we, we should have felt more vulnerable. We weren't alerted uh, when students, you know, rise up that way and organically. So I think that they're really sending a message and that lack of accountability seems to be a big issue in the school system. Teachers unions, uh, longtime bureaucrats seem to have been able to thwart accountability. And it seems like this moment might be the moment where that occurs. As you step back, what is the, the big things you're going to look for tonight that will set the blueprint for the 2022 and 2024 elections. What are you? What are your bellwethers that you're watching for tonight? Well, whether Youngkin wins or not, and I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't know how things are going to turn out. If the election is as close as the polling indicates, or if Youngkin actually wins, I think that 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 shows that. Um, Biden, his administration, the far left people who are are pushing a very radical agenda in the country are are actually out of touch with what Americans think. And the reason I think that's so important in Virginia is that over the last decade, we have not considered 
Virginia a purple state. We've considered it a blue, yeah, blue state. state. That's right. It, in January of this year, the thought that a Republican would be competitive in the governor's race uh, on Election Day was really unthinkable. And yet we've seen this huge shift. And if it is as close as, as it seems it may be, or if Youngkin wins, I think that should be a warning sign for, for Democrats who are liberal and moderate, but not far left, that perhaps they need to get back in touch with what, what their constituency actually wants. And remember that America, in America, we value individual liberty and we value liberty, period. Yes, such an important point. And I think that word will be significantly uh, mentioned in the aftermath of this election. Freedom, liberty uh, is going to be such an important bellwether. Jenny Beth, it's always an awesome to talk to you. You always have a big picture of what's going on in America. And uh, we're so grateful and hope to get you back in the next few days, maybe to make sense when all the smoke clears from the uh, from election night. Sounds very good. Thank you so much, John. Thanks again. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break right after this. Dr. Rick Scarborough, the head of Recover America, a Christian nonprofit, a man who's actually doing a lot to register Christians to vote in upcoming elections. We're going to get his take on what's at stake tonight right after this commercial break. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, a man who has been right at that intersection where faith and politics have been meeting in the public town square for the last two decades. His name is Dr. Rick Scarborough. You probably have heard of him from the group that he leads, Recover America, which is a very influential Christian nonprofit. You may have read some of his best-selling books like Enough is Enough, Mighty Men Stay on Track, and most recently, he's been doing a new project, which I find very exciting, taking a look at what we call the Jonathan Project, taking a look at uh, how we can go about getting Christians registered and out into and more engaged in politics so that faith and politics can push in one direction. Joining us right now is Dr. Rick Scarborough. Rick, great to have you on the show, sir. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. It's long appreciated the incredible work you do, and it's just a privilege to be a part. Well, that, that goes the same for you. You have made such an important difference in America, and you look at the conservative movement today, and without people of faith, without evangelicals, without that energy that has come over the last two or three decades from that very important part of the party, the party would be lost. It would be a minority party. And so you're doing so much, and we're here we are on Election Day 2021, the possibility that a Republican wins Virginia for the first time in a few decades. 
what do you see as the energy, the moment that this election has brought to America? Well, we're living once again in the reminder that Satan always overplays his hand. Uh, the radical left in our country um, have been quietly uh, uh, polluting the minds of our children for probably the last two decades. Uh, most of us have been busy going to work and dropping our kids off at schools, hadn't paid much attention to what was taking place, but they go off to college and we wonder how we lose them. And um, suddenly all of this talk about critical race theory and these things have, have evolved out of the, the race in Virginia, brought national focus to what we had discovered right here in Harris County where I live. Right. And that, that things are being taught uh, to our children that are just reprehensible to everything America stands for. And that's caused the rebirth of, of a movement much like the Tea Party in 2008. Yeah, it is remarkable. The energy. I mean, yeah, when's the last time that you have, you're talking about record turnout in a school board? You know, normally school board elections are like yes. a rubber stamp. The same school board member gets uh, time after time reelected. But all of a sudden, there's this incredible, extraordinary energy. And um, in a funny way, you know, I know Christians always look to find the silver lining in a, in a cloud because, you know, God often works in mysterious ways. The pandemic actually opened people's eyes. They got an internal look at what was going on in the schools that they might not otherwise have had the time to, to look at. Uh, and now this issue of who's in charge of the future of education. Terry McAuliffe made that blunder, although it's something I think he believes that uh, uh, no parent shouldn't have a say. It seems like today it's parents' opportunity to say, yes, we do have a say. We should have the primary say. How do you think that will play out? Do you think there will be some big school board wins this, uh, tonight? I think I, I think right here in uh, the three school board elections that we weighed in on, uh, uh, the largest in Texas, which is Harris County, the third largest, which is Cy Fair, and then a, a lesser uh, in terms of size but important school district, uh, Klein, we weighed in on all three of those, and I think we're going to have significant victories in all of them. Uh, we may not win the five school board seats that we sought to win in HISD, which would have given conservatives control uh, because of the makeup of some of those districts. But I certainly believe we're going to win two to three of those seats for sure, and a fourth, maybe. And that will rock the educational establishment across Texas and across America, for that matter, if, in fact— uh, uh, that's what happens uh, at 7 o'clock this afternoon. And I certainly want your audience to pray that that's what happens. Yeah, such an important moment. And, you know, it was just a few months ago where really the first cannon shot, I think, was fired on this. As Loudoun County was just starting to emerge in Virginia as ground zero, some brave parents in South Lake, Texas, stood up and, and they won unexpectedly a couple of seats. Actually exactly. quite swept the, the uh, suite of uh, elections that were open in May. And I think that was the, wire, the warning shot, the firing shot that said, hey, parents are not going to sit back any longer. They're going to carpe diem, take control of this. Now, uh, there'll be results tonight. We'll have a good sense. A lot of people see this as a, a larger national referendum on the approach that Biden represents with the progressive Democrats in his party and the policies of Donald Trump, which still remain very popular, even though he's not president. What happens from this election as, as someone who's out there trying to get people uh, registered and, and active and, and put their faith into action? How much a springboard can 2021 be to the 2022 election uh, where control of Congress is up? 
Well, John, we saw this uh, in, in our neck of the woods as a gift. We were preparing for what we were calling 70 Weeks to Save America by Saving Texas. Uh, we were uh, raising money and making plans to do a sweep across the state of Texas, just like we did back in uh, 2002. In fact, um, one of your uh, assistants uh, who works for you, her father, was working with me at that time, and we made a swing across Texas. We yeah, David Lane, enlisted, right? Yeah, that's a good friend. Right. We had 2,000 preachers uh, that signed a commitment to register people and, and uh, push them to the polls. And the result of that, which was quite unexpected by us, we wanted to win some races, but uh, that's when Texas become, became blood red. And for the first time since Reconstruction, every statewide office holder uh, was pro-life, pro-family, as were all of the uh, both houses uh, of our state legislature. And, um, and then over the next 20 years, uh, every election, we lost ground. We lost ground. We lost ground. Uh, back in 2016, I moved to Washington, D.C. and decided I'd just kind of sell off into retirement by teaching Bible study among members of Congress. Right. Congressman well, Randy Weber, I remember that Bible study. Uh, by the way, I baptized him uh, in the church I pastored before he went to Congress. So uh, we have a long tie together. But the uh, uh, what happened in 2018 is Beto Rourke almost unseated Ted Cruz. Uh, here we have a a pro-life, pro-family son of a minister, almost defeated by nothing less than a, I, I call him a communist. He right. calls himself a socialist. And that's when I decided, even at, at the age of uh, 67, that God wasn't through with me mobilizing pastors. So I moved back to Texas, uh, reconstituted my old board of directors, uh, and uh, launched Recover America, a second organization that I've launched in my lifetime. And uh, planning for 2022, we found out about these races in Harris County that happened in November preceding what we had planned, and this gave us a prime opportunity to get conservatives motivated and activated uh, in prelude to the 2022 election. We believe the victories we will see today and the information we've dispensed and handed out to thousands taken right off the website of HISD, which is scandalous to see will help us then mobilize pastors all over Texas. You know, John, pastors don't move until they feel a little bit of heat, until they feel threatened. Well, this movement among their lay people and what the pastors are now seeing is taking place in the public schools right under their nose has, has been an, an awakening call to them. And we're going to use it uh, to move thousands of pastors we trust in the next 12 months and then take that model to battleground states all over in 2024. That's our plan. Yeah, that energy is going to spill over. You can just feel it. It's been a long time. I have covered politics for 30 years. It's been a long time since I felt a level of energy like I feel now. I think the 1980 race probably had a lot of this energy, you know, with the, the Reagan revolution beginning. Uh, certainly the Tea Party in 08 would be another one. Um, exactly. And, and it just feels like the perfect... Um, a merger of energy and intention. And uh, you, you said, it. you know, when I first came to Washington, there was a wily old 
um, senator from Wisconsin. I had just come from Wisconsin, so where I had gone to school. And so I, I, he had just retired. His name was Bill Proxmire. He was a, a liberal Democrat, famous because he had never spent more than $2,000 in campaign donations to win any election. And I sat with him and I said, sir, could you give me some advice? I'm a new kid here in Washington. And what are things? And he said two things. You can take three things to the bank. One is never ascribe to conspiracy what you can explain through bureaucratic failure. Two, Always count on Republicans to fold their cards too early. And three, always count on Democrats to drive their car too far over uh, the bridge to nowhere. They're always going to take it one step too far, and that's always going to pull the American, uh, cause the American people to pull back. This seems like a pullback moment, a statement to the Democratic Party that all the things you've been trying to slide into the public policy realm don't belong. Will that continue into 2022, 2024? Do you think that, that, that message continues to build? I do think it does, John. You, you see the, the world through the lens of politics, and well, you should. That's your forte. As a preacher in politics, I see a spiritual component to it. Sure. And um, what I see God doing right now is he's simply awakening a church that has gone to sleep. You know, pastors, uh, in out of deference to their elected officials, especially President Trump, who had been so good toward evangelicals, as well as uh, the, the the imminent fear of this uh, this virus that nobody quite knew what to make of it, uh, they willingly laid down the reins of their church, complied with government requests uh, to close the doors for, until we could quote uh, uh, turn the curve on this disease. Um, I saw something much more sinister from the beginning, and, and uh, I, I take your warning well about. Uh, conspiracy theories, but but the Bible tells the pastor that we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. The government said forsake. Uh, I could see it for a month, maybe two months, but this extended an elongated period when when there were thousands that were allowed to meet in the streets and tear down buildings and, and uh, create uh, havoc in some of our cities uh, when there were uh, Walmart and, and uh uh, big box stores were wide open with people, uh, uh, you know, crowded in, and liquor stores and strip clubs allowed to function, but churches were not. And when the pastor complied under those uh, guidelines for such an extended period of time, uh, it created a, 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 I believe, just a, a darkening upon our nation. And just when it looked hopeless, then the mothers discovered what their kids were being taught. And all of a sudden, a grassroots moment was born, and I'm trying to get preachers to catch up to it, because <laughs> this is our moment to make a difference in our country. It is. Faith and politics merge in that town square, and it can be very, very powerful. Um, we live in an influencer's uh, world, an influencer economy, people say, but for people of faith, for people who um, are, want to save the America that they've lived in, to, that, that it will be still based on in God we trust and on the common sense core freedoms that we've always established for ourselves, who are the influencers? Who are the people that will uh, inspire, lead, uh, courageously change the country to the place it needs to be in the next four years? Who are some of the people you're looking at to, to make a difference as a leader in, on, on the front lines of politics and faith? Oh, I believe Ted Cruz will continue to be an outspoken leader. Uh, I see a, a tremendous uh, giftedness in uh, Josh Hawley, uh, his clarity, his moral clarity, uh, is uh, refreshing indeed. And uh, then, though, I don't, uh, I don't uh, always jihaw with 
Rand Paul. Uh, one thing I've loved <laughs> is the way, as a medical, uh, as a, a medical doctor, has taken on Fauci, and and time has proven him exactly correct in some of yeah, the things that he sure does. So I see a shift, and and I see a lot of independents and middle of the roaders, and even some Democrats that are seeing uh, the craziness of the of uh, the uh, of some of the of the most radical of the left. And uh, I, I see hope. I, I see that there is an uh, there's an opportunity now for what I refer to as a third great awakening. You know, one thing I have in common with David Lane, whom you mentioned, he and I both believe that the preachers finally have to be the influencers. There are a lot of people that are finding everywhere in the world around the preacher because they think the church will never really vote as it should and the people will never turn out as they should. But my belief is if the pastors don't lead then there's not going to be any future hope for the country because the church gives gives the guardrails. The church tells the politician and tells the, the secularist, uh, this is right and this is wrong. And if you remove the guardrails, you begin discussing how many genders there are. You begin uh, talking about uh, hormones you can give uh, to make a man a woman or a woman a man. And, and you begin to talk about critical race theory and all these other wild notions that previous generations wouldn't have thought of because there was a right and there was a wrong. So if the preacher doesn't remain the influencer, and if we don't get the pastors out front, there is no hope for America. Yeah, that is such an important thing. And that's a place where you have been front and center trying to get that army assembled and get those folks here. Uh, it's such an exciting time to be a Christian and involved in politics today. And I think that energy uh, is Man. so apparent in the work uh, you do, Dr. Scarborough. Such a such a great opportunity. I'd like to get you back on this show in a couple of weeks, maybe to help us make sense of what's happened and where the country goes as we head into 2022. Would that be all right? I'd be glad to do that. It's so good uh, to be a part of your show. I appreciate you. Well, it was a great honor to have you on, and we'll, we'll be back in touch very soon. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day and get you ready for a big election night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, folks, welcome back. Yes, it's time to get ready for vote tallying. It is election night. We're going to keep you up to speed at Just the News. We're going to be watching the fun, defund police elections. We're going to be watching the school board elections and the recalls. And we're going to, of course, be watching those big prizes in Virginia, New Jersey, some of the uh, New York City, the mayor in New York City, where Eric Adams seems a law and order candidate, seems poised to take over from a disorderly lawless mayor uh, named Bill de Blasio. Uh, all of that we will be covering tonight. Now, one reminder, one uh, request for you. You probably heard the podcast over the weekend that we had with our good friends at Omaha Steaks. I am challenging my listeners. I've done it myself, but I'm challenging my listeners 
to uh, put it in order at omahasteaks.com. Use the code JUSTNEWS, one word, in the um, search, box, search bar. When you go in, you're going to get this special package. It's called the Deluxe Grill-Out Assortment Package. It is loaded with incredible food. Uh, bacon wrap, filet mignon. Yeah, boy, that sounds good, doesn't it? Filet mignon burgers, boneless pork chops, gourmet franks. There are sides, desserts, a whole lot more. Plus, you're going to get 12 free burgers. The price is 50% off the cost, and you're going to get another 10% by using the Just News tag. And here's what I'd like you to consider doing, because it's what I did. Go send a package to a veteran in your life, a friend, a relative, a neighbor, a colleague at work, somebody who wore the uniform and protected this country, a fighting man, fighting woman of our great armed forces, surprise them and send them an Omaha Steaks package for a Veterans Day. It's only a few days away. Go make a difference in a veteran's life who's made a difference in our security. How do you do that? You go to omahasteaks.com, enter in the code Just News. You'll get a very special package that Omaha Steaks has put together for veterans. I'm gifting one. I hope you'll match me. I'd love to get a 1,000 people to send a steak package, uh, one of the great Omaha steak food packages, to veterans just to say thank you, just to make a little dent in the arena of appreciation that all of our veterans, all of our fighting men and women deserve. That is a special request. And uh, my second request is come back tomorrow. We're going to make sense of the election. Lots to dig into, lots to learn about the state of the electorate, the proxy war between the Biden and Trump camps, and how the school board movement is energizing conservatives all across this country and how the black lives matter to fund the police movement may have reached its boomerang moment meaning we're going back to law and order and supporting police and refunding police departments because the alternative proved to be well deadly and violent Uh, these spikes in crime in major cities where defunding occurred is become a very important urban issue and it has created the opposite effect a rejection of one of the key liberal priorities. Well, we're going to have all that tomorrow. In the meantime, go to milestakes.com, make a difference in a veteran's life, make them smile this upcoming Veterans Day. All right, folks, God bless you. God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. We are going to be back tomorrow. Until then, check out justthenews.com for all the breaking headlines in the election, and check me out on Real America's Voice, where I'll be giving some analysis from 6 to 9 o'clock tonight. On Real America's Voice, you can see that on Channel 219. Uh, on the Dish Network, I believe it's Channel 240 on the Pluto Network. You can also download the app, or you can just watch me live on the TV tab at justthenews.com. God bless you. Good night. Have a great election night. Mm-hmm.